0: Everybody, Pastor Greg here with Pastor Ronnie and you're on uh, One Hope's online campus for tonight and uh, we're just going to continue kind of on our discussion format that we've done recently and tonight we're going to be talking about uh, is the Bible trustworthy or maybe some people might say is the Bible reliable and how do we know for sure if the Bible is trustworthy? How do we know for sure that the Bible is reliable or it wasn't just Written by a bunch of people, and they threw a bunch of books together, and and we're told it's reliable, but how do we know? Right. And so that's what we want to discuss tonight. So uh, so chat will be available tonight. You can chat with us and talk with us uh, tonight as we go along, or right at the end. And so we're glad that you joined with us tonight. Glad that you're here. And uh, so let's get started talking about uh, is the Bible trustworthy or is it
1: reliable? Well, hey everybody. Uh, Pastor Greg, good to be with you tonight. If you've if you got your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Luke, chapter 4. Luke, chapter 4, uh, I'm going to be re- reading from the New King James Version here. I'm going to read just a few verses of Luke, chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. It says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for forty days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing and afterward when they had ended he was hungry and the devil said unto him if you are the son of God command these stones to become bread the verse I want you to pick up on is verse four here but Jesus answered him and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God from this pastor Greg we see that the word of God is life
0: right it is life, and it, and, and it's like, it's, this example is it's like bread that we naturally eat, right. right? That we need for our natural life, but the Word of God is uh, supernatural sustenance for our spirit man. That's exactly it right. It keeps us alive. It's, it brings life to us.
1: It really is the, the very spiritual sustenance that you and I and everyone else that is watching that are Christians that we need to live a godly life, to live a full life, uh, a complete life in Christ Jesus. In fact, uh, for the Christian, it is the Word of God. It is trustworthy. And I say for the Christian here because for those that are not saved, for those that are not redeemed, it really isn't the Word of God. The other spirit is dead,
0: right? Because Jesus said you must be born again. When we're naturally born, we immediately start Eating. right that's you right know, we start with milk and we advance from there same thing spiritually when we're born again we need to begin eating we need to we start with spiritual milk the Bible right. talks about that we advance on further and further to meat
1: and so but this is what we eat it is what we eat that's right and so for those that are unredeemed they can't trust in the word of God unless the spirit of truth reveal that to them that it is God's word but to us that have surrendered our lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It is not only our guide, not only our compass, though it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It's not only that. Mm -hmm. From Jesus' statement here in verse 4, the Word of God is our oxygen. Mm -hmm. It is our food. It is our water. And I know that some may be watching and that sounds kind of extreme, but according to what Jesus said in verse 4, it is the truth. Right. Man, you and I cannot, as Christians, we cannot just live on physical sustenance alone, sure. physical food alone. Mm-hmm. We need the Word of God to live, Right. and to live effectively, and to live powerfully. Right. If we, if we don't eat naturally, we're going to die. That's
0: right. If we don't take in spiritual sustenance, we're going to die. We are. We, we won't make it. And so we, we continually need the Word of God. You know, we could read through the Bible one time and say, that's it, I'm done, Right. right? But we're not. We're not. You know, it's like, you know, I could eat a steak and potato tonight. And I'm hungry again <laughs> tomorrow night. You know? that's right. <laughs> I need something else again. And it's the same with the Word of God. We need it daily.
1: And so I wonder how many malnutrition Christians we have out there that are not feeding on the Word of God consistently, not feeding on the Word of God regularly, not setting time apart of their day to say, you know what, I want to get into God's Word and I want the Word of God to get into me. Right. And so that's really how I saw us starting this off tonight first as an admonition if you are born again, if you are a child of God, if you love the Father get into the Father's Word. He wants you to know what He has to say to you, specifically to you. He wants you to know how to handle the pressures of life, the circumstances of life, how to how to experience your family in a greater way, how to worship Him in a greater way. I mean the Word of God is full of all these truths.
0: Right. I, I would say the the number one way that you can test the reliability of Scripture is to put the weight of your faith on it yourself. Right, that's right. right. Uh, you, you test it out. Somebody else could tell you. You could have all kinds of proofs, um, yes. which we'll talk about some of those in a minute. But And that's a good place to start. But you don't really know it for yourself until you put the weight of your faith on the Word of God yourself. And then you, you find it is true because miraculous things happen when you put the Word of God inside you and you act on the Word of God. And you begin to say, this really works. Yes, That's the number one way I think we can know that it's reliable, is we test it out for ourselves.
1: Yeah, and see, you and I can't just say the Word of God is reliable just because we're pastors. Right. It's because we've experienced the truth of the Word of God manifested in our own lives. Right. It's become real and we've seen the reliability of the Word in certain situations that we faced in life, Uh, stood upon the promises of God, and we've just seen God come through time and time.
0: Yeah, we've seen seen God provide for us financially, we've seen God heal our bodies in different ways, but but it's because we took a word from, from, you know, we took different scriptures from the word of God, and we stood on it, and we said, we brought it back to God, and said, your word says, and then we experienced some kind of supernatural intervention of God in our life, because we stood on it. That's a, again, I think that's the number one way that we can test the reliability
1: of Scripture. That's right. And so Jesus said, "It's not man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from God. And so many will love to feast at buffets. They love to get all they can eat, fill their plates up. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I wanna, I'm <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and I wonder if we have the same hunger for the Word of God. Do we feed on the Word of God mm. like we do the natural things? And so really we just want to stress to you in the beginning, Have a hunger for the Word of God. Get into the Word of God. And as you feed on the Word, you receive life in many forms, not just spiritually, but emotionally. Mm -hmm. We receive health, as you said. We receive strength. We receive joy and peace from God's Word. You know, I've had a season of my life where I have been seeking the Lord in certain situations, through prayer, and oftentimes when I'm praying, God takes me back to His Word. Right. He takes me back to a verse. He takes me back to what he said in a certain particular area in someone else's life that, that might be going through a tough season. Mm-hmm. We're able to learn from what they went through and how they handle it, trusting God by the examples that God has given us in his word. Right. Right.
0: It's so important for, uh, for us to understand that I, I, like from the get-go is, is that uh, we test the word of God by putting it in practice in our own life, by learning it, putting it down inside. And yeah. It really does cause us to grow when we do that but when we, when we test it out by, uh, by speaking the Word, by standing on the Word, standing on the promises of God, we, we find out that it, like
1: I said a, a minute ago, it does really work. It really does. And so Hebrews 4.12 says that the Word of God is living and powerful. Living and powerful. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible is not just another book. The Bible is the living God's book. Right. The living God's book. Right. And his book is alive. It's alive. It is, a, it is living and it is powerful. Right. That is awesome. Is, that, that's, that's an amazing thing to me. It's alive.
0: All right. I mean, we don't see it moving when we look at right. it or whatever. But that's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about, I mean, it really is alive. It brings life. Yes. When we take it in. And I think that's important. In, that we have to take it in to experience the life that's in it right you know? and when we take it in when we believe it and when we stand on it we see the results
1: and when this word when this word goes forth when it goes forth in these in the, to this airway when it goes forth from the pulpits when it goes forth in our homes when it goes forth in our works the bible says that it will accomplish it will do the very thing that yes. god sent forth forth for it to do that's right it will not come back to god empty or void right it is living and it is powerful Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we we're so full of our own words or words of other people Mm -hmm. and so when when we now nothing wrong to try to counsel people you know because some of the things that we've went through in life it can really help other people Mm -hmm. uh once god brings us through it but man when we give them the word of god they're giving they're getting something that is alive and powerful yeah, there's there's, no, there's nothing like it. I, I've said many times,
0: Benjamin Franklin was a pretty smart guy. <laughs> he had all kinds of witty sayings, right? Right, uh, but but there's no there's no life in them. It yes. might be good counsel. It might be wise, it might be wise in some form, but there's nothing like the Word of God that it uh, it, it can bring the dead back to life. Back to life, you know, right. and that's, and so when we depend upon it in that way and we stand on it that way, again, we see the miraculous happen. Yeah,
1: and that's what Jesus was doing. I mean, if you read all of the story here in Luke chapter 4, uh, he was in the wilderness. He was being tempted by, by Satan. Right. And every everything that Satan would tempt him, tempt him with, the Lord would come back with the Word of God. Right. It's just as powerful. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Some translations of the Bible say that uh, all scripture is God breath, And so we can say that the 66 books of the Bible mm. are God's breath on a page. Yes. But these are God's breath. I mean, man, the very breath of God mm. we're holding in our lap. Yeah, I can't get away from it. It is alive, alive and it is powerful. you know, thinking about some of those things right there, okay, so scripture is such a,
0: so, such alive. It's so alive and it has power, and it's the breath of God, and all of these things, then, you know, when God breathes on something, It brings life. It brings life. It changes it. It transforms it, right? Right. And so, we can look back in Scripture. It's talking about natural proof sometimes. It's Bible-reliable. We can look back in the Old Testament, and there's over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that talk about the coming Messiah, and what He would be like, what He would do, where He would be born, uh, things that would happen when he was a baby and going into Egypt and coming out and all all of these things. And they were all fulfilled in one man, wow. right? The man and God, who was Jesus Christ, the right. Son of the living God. And, you know, how in the world could one natural man cause all of those things to happen? It was impossible. It's impossible, over pro- it's impossible no right? Yeah. Unless... Yeah. He's God, unless he's God, That's and right. then he could cause those things to happen, right? right. He, he couldn't determine where he was going to be born. He couldn't determine when he was a baby. He was going to go into Egypt and come out of Egypt, right. right? He couldn't. He couldn't dictate those things to happen, right? I mean, if he was just a natural man, I mean, and so the reliability of the Bible. I mean, nobody questions that the Old Testament, the time between the Old Testament and the New Testament being written, was hundreds of years, right? right? And so, and so. And so it has to be that all of these um, prophecies coming true in one man—it it has to be seen that that's that's miraculous. It, you, it couldn't have just happened. It, it was not a coincidence. That's right, right. And so if we can see just even just that one thing right there, we can see, wow, you know, that's that's amazing. You know, that has to be there
1: has to be something beyond human kind right. that's involved in this yeah that's the thing that's so beautiful about it some of the greatest skeptics to the christian faith trying to disprove christ as the messiah as the son of god mm-hmm. would go back into the old testament itself and read the old testament prophecies of the messiah the coming messiah come back into the new testament and see that almost every one of them, Pointed to Jesus as the Messiah. Right. And the greatest skeptics now have become some of the greatest converts to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Writing well, I mean, books and shows yeah. and everything. Many people we, we can look at, Lee Strobel and Josh McDowell
0: and different ones right. that have actually set out to disprove Christianity. <laughs> and what they found, they actually proved to themselves that Christianity was true. Right, and, But that wasn't their goal yeah their goal was the opposite of that right and it's amazing I mean you know think about another thing about you know sixty six books in the Bible that's written by over uh, forty writers right. over fifteen hundred years yeah. some of them they they never knew each other never met each other but if you read through the bible it's like one story that's all right. the way through like it was one writer right. wait a minute it was one writer <laughs> it was the holy spirit that's that right. wrote it right that's Even right he breathed through them. God breathed, right? right? He inspired those yeah. writers to write those words. And so it was written by one, That's right. the Holy Spirit, but he used 40 different people to do it over 1,500 years. There's another
1: impossibility right there yeah. unless there's a God. Unless there's a God. That's right. Amazing. It is amazing to me. I mean, the Bible, I know in my own life, I said in the beginning, just getting into the Word of God myself, uh, in the very beginning, uh, when I first gave my life to Christ, I could, I can begin to understand that what was taking place in my life was not natural. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't read a whole lot before I got saved, but I read some books that probably would change people's lives and, and maybe, maybe for a season or two of their lives, anyway. Mm-hmm. But when I got into God's Word, I, I remember after I read the Book of John the first time, uh, when my wife was away for for a period of time that day, I began to just read. And when I got done, I said, Elizabeth, this is the truth. Yeah. This is the truth. And what allowed me to understand that it was the truth was not the facts, because I really didn't know the facts. Now, the facts are important, very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not necessarily who the author was, because I didn't know John from Moses. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All, I yeah. Is, yeah, that. all I knew is All I knew the author of the book mm-hmm. came into my life and revealed that this is the Word of God. And that's why the like we said in the beginning, the best way to prove the
0: reliability of it is to test the scriptures yourself. Yeah. Read it for yourself. Put them into practice yourself and see right. if the miraculous doesn't happen in your life. See if you're not delivered, set free, right. uh, healed, you know, saved, of course. Yeah. Delivered from all the things of the world and the things of the flesh. See if the miraculous doesn't
1: happen in your life. That's right. And then to boot, add the facts. I mean, yeah. you know, I started, you know, after look, there's a time after you get saved, you read the Word of God and the enemy he comes and tries to steal the Word and circumstances of life try to squash it out and those kind of things. Um, and so I would begin to just look, as, all right, so is this really God's Word? I, mean, I would hear people say, well, men wrote it. Mm-hmm. And so I began to just search and I thought, there's, yeah, there's no way men over that period of time, 1,500 years, 40 different authors, and the book, as far as its oneness and, and purpose and theme, there's no way man could have come up with
0: it. No, no. it's
1: God. The Holy Spirit breathed on him.
0: It's that one story. A couple other things that that I've thought about, as far as just thinking about, you know, maybe how a skeptic might think along those lines is, you know, when the Bible was written, let's let's look at the New Testament. When the New Testament was being written, um, there were other people, historians at the time, that were actually right. writing things that confirms what the Bible says. The Bible's not the only. Place that you hear about Jesus, right? You know, there was a historian named Josephus. He wrote, uh, he wrote some of the same things. That he actually wrote about the resurrection. Incredible! If you go back and look at it, that's not that's not in the Bible. Right. That's just a historian writing about after Jesus had been crucified. He writes about Jesus appearing right. again to people after that, and again, this is not just the Bible. Right? So this is this is other writing.